Amen. We may stand, you may stand to your feet. Amen. Ask your neighbor, did you come hungry this morning? And ask him Afrikaans, off as a fall. <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> as Lady Pastor shared, the Bible says, um, uh, he fills the hungry with good things, but the rich he sends away empty-handed. Uh, but we are so thankful to the Lord for having our um, senior pastor and lady pastor back this morning. Amen. And we are excited to hear from the man of God and to receive a powerful word. Amen. As the Bible says, in the days of Saul, um, there was no blacksmith in Israel. Um, they they um, could not make swords or spears. Uh, but today we thank the Lord that our general is back, our blacksmith, um, to shape us and to, to make us sharp and, and um, uh, powerful in the, in the hands of the Lord. Amen. So let us put our hands together for our blacksmith and our general apostle and prophet, Edgar Michaels. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just check, just check this sound like now. It's hollow. Bless the Lord. Amen. You may be seated on top of your enemies. A bit more uh, bass, please. Hallelujah. We missed you very much last week, but we had to be at uh, uh, an event of a denomination that celebrated their 110th anniversary. And uh, we were special guests at their event in the city hall. And, uh, but our hearts were here and is here all the time. Praise the Lord. So happy to see every one of you, our visitors. Um, we trust the Lord that you're going to be blessed out of your Woolworth socks. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Um, Yes, uh, we are fasting, that's Tuesday, and uh, it's a bit still late. Uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we are fasting, and um, it's our whole month, a month of prayer. Hallelujah. Mark chapter uh, 1 verse 35, uh, we follow Christ Jesus. He, uh, that's nice, he um, gave, while even on this earth, gave his life to pray. And a church that don't pray, play. Amen. And a believer that don't pray, play. Hallelujah. You hear what I'm saying? In other words, you're not serious with the Lord. And why we need to pray? Because we are in a very hostile enemy territory in this world, and the devil uh, has pushed God out of this world and won the world for himself and govern it. And the Lord has got a church in the earth, and the church is his embassy, and we are his ambassador. An embassy is a little of a other country in a foreign land. Amen. South Africa has got an embassy 
in Japan, for instance. So in Japan, there's a little of South Africa full force in clothing, in food, furniture, culture, and everything. If you go to Japan as a South African, you can go to the embassy and you will have an ambassador there. An ambassador is a representative of a other country. Today, the ambassadors are called high commissioners. Amen? High commissioners. So we, God in this world, as God is church, as his embassy. It's a powerful statement. Very, very powerful. In other words, God is represented in the earth through his embassy. And the laws of the other country does not uh, work in the embassy. So the laws of this world don't work in the church. When you're in the church and a full-fledged ambassador, you are safe. You are protected from this world and the God of this world. Satan is the God of this world. So you are an ambassador. Hallelujah. You represent God in the earth. And an ambassador speaks with confidence and with pride about his country. Hallelujah. Amen. I give you mainly this morning preaching about the reason and the purpose why you come to church, why you are alive, and I'll give you five missions that the church is, should be occupied with, and how to defend those five missions, and how to advance those five missions. Most people come to church for just their own needs. But God wants to, us to grow above our own needs, that we take care of His needs. And the more you take care of God's needs, your needs you don't even need to pray about. He'll provide it for you. As Matthew, just keep that scripture, as Matthew 6 verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Seek first means first things First, praise God, put first things first. And the word first in the Greek, which the New Testament was written in, the word first is proton. And from there you get your protein. Isn't it powerful? Amen. And protein builds strong teeth. Bones build your immune system. Other words, 
that the sickness in this world, you, you, you mean you are prevented of it. It cannot touch you. But it's only for those who put God first and God's entrance first. Hallelujah. Even there might be a World Cup soccer, as today is the Women World Cup soccer in Australia. Or there might be a world champion fight. There might be the World Cup rugby is coming off here from September. But if you look back at World Cup events, you hardly remember who the champions played against. You just remember the winner. Is it so? So God is interested in you winning. And he gave you all the weapons and the ability to win. The problem is your lack of faith in him, that you trust him, that you go beyond human reasoning and your pride. It's your pride standing in the way that you cannot be a winner. And the word above a winner is triumphant. Praise God that you can be triumphant. But you will say to me, Pastor, the devil is so strong. The devil, the devil is so lastig, Pastor. But you have all the ability to triumph. It's because you want to do things your own way. You don't trust God. One of the first things we have to learn is to follow our Savior the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are a born-again Christian, you are a follower. And to be a follower is a humble thing. But you want to lead. You want to lead your own life. Therefore, you are in the trouble you are in. And the unhappiness and not attaining what you're looking for in life. Amen. Say amen. amen. But, but you confess, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. But to follow is to humble yourself. To, he is the good shepherd. You are the sheep. And he says, my sheep 
my sheep. There are many who say, I'm a sheep of the Lord. He says, but my sheep knows my voice. Amen. And he has placed under shepherds, delegated shepherds, in his embassy. Your pastor is an under shepherd. When you hear me, my wife, and those who have been made pastors, you hear the voice of the shepherd, Jesus Christ. And if you, they don't follow the chief shepherd, you must get yourself somebody that represents Jesus as the shepherd. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Jeremiah. Is it 3 verse 15? This is good shepherds. God says, I will give you, say he gave me. Shepherds after his heart who will feed me with knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. And it's why I would have, if I quoted it now, I would have said, He'll give you shepherds to teach you knowledge and understand. But the Bible don't say teach, it says feed you. It means you must eat. And you eat through your mind. And your health biologically is determined by what you eat. Your strength physically comes through what you eat. Many times when I'm with some pastors and it's deep in the day, I say, Edgar, but you, uh, you, you're not talking much. I say, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but, but we're very particular with what you eat. When you're young, you don't mind actually much what you eat. You understand? You, you don't want to throw away the skin of the uh, Kentucky chicken. Or you like butter and more oily stuff. But when you get older, you realize even my skin, the state of my skin is determined by what I eat. I cannot eat that. No. I don't eat fat spread. Or no, I don't eat that. I want now, cooking oil was fine, now you want olive oil. I said, what is wrong with the cooking oil? And everything that is healthy is more expensive. Is it so? Yeah. Amen. Oil light or what light? You understand? All the light stuff is heavy prices. What I'm saying is, it's very important that you follow. What are you eating? Spiritually. Yet he gave you, in every case, a shepherd. 
And that, that word knowledge is revelation knowledge. Out of the word of God. And the word understanding is insight. You can see into things how it works and operate. You understand? I just know how if I've got a puncture to change the wheel. But I don't know the insight as Tommy and them know how the bearings operate. And inside there's a spring. And from there it's connected with some brake pads. So when I apply my foot in the car, those stuff move. And it, it choked the cylinder of the wheel. And when I release, there's a spring that release the brake pads, the stuff. So say for yourself, Pastor get not a little bit of insight. <laughs> but that was while watching Tommy and others. Now, if there's a problem on the road, I can take the nuts off, but I don't have the insight. So here we feed you with revelation knowledge. And insight. How does it work? So that the car with the wheel can run smooth. And where you have to stop, you can stop. And where you have to slow down and say, wait, 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 wait. I don't make hasty decisions. I wait. I'm slowing down. But other place, I can pick up speed. And move forward with Vuma. Amen. Just not over 120. Amen. As I normally say, the devil push you to 120, and then he says, it feels nice, eh? so, so just go a bit further. Amen. And after 150, the devil says, I brought you so far. Now myself, I'm getting out of the car, but you go higher. <laughs> What a say, what a song. Amen. I'm speaking of the Lord telling you, I will, we must say, Lord, you have. Say after me, Lord, you have given me good, powerful shepherds that don't only teach me. But feed me with revelation knowledge and insight. I have understanding and I have revelation knowledge. I'm not in the dark. The Satan is the God of this world where there's darkness. But I'm living in the light. Thank you for my shepherds. Give the Lord praise. Wow, what a blessing. Now the one whom we follow, Mark chapter 1 verse 35. He was the son of God, but in the earth is the son of man. 
And if you want to survive here, you need to follow his example. And he, the Bible says, it was early the morning while it was still dark. You must say, he should have planned this. Are you planning for spiritual things? Are you planning for spiritual things? Anything of value, if you don't plan for it, it don't just fall in your lap. If you want an education and pass an exams or a test, you need to plan for it. You cannot say, there my friends goes to Canal Walk. Uh, I'm going with. Tomorrow is exams. And you cannot only study for exams, you should study all the time. Amen. You should be in your books and, hey, I was, I was already saved when I was at school. And one day and many times after that, as I was studying, the Lord says, what about giving this kind of attention to my word? This is to pass an earthly exam. What about focusing and studying? And since that day, from 17 years, 16, I got saved. I apply this mind fully. Fully. Last week, thank God for the two preachers from the Republic of God and Valids, Mikael and Nicholas. Give the Lord praise for them. Your best life awaits you. Amen. Nicholas preached. Your letter will be greater. Praise God. It can be greater if you apply what is preached. And to me, my wife, it's getting better all the time. And Miguel preached, God, you should love him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. So when I was at school, I said, I give then all my mind to this subject, to remember dates in history. And the detail. Hey. And then when it comes to maths. Full concentration. If you don't bring that three down here. The, the answer is wrong. I many times. Just go to my maths teacher. And ask him to explain something. Even during the break. And then he would leave his lunch. And we go up. Stairs there by Kensington High. And he explained to me. The board is so big. And it starts with this algebra, algebra sum. And there we go. You see Edgar? And there we go. And then we go here to the middle. There's still the same sum. And there we go. And there we go. And there we go. Okay. And then you see. So can you see here? 
that's the answer. He made me so fond of maths that in school holidays, just for fun, <laughs> I write down a sum and there, we, there I go. And there I go. And there I go. But when I learn also that the greatest scientist, Einstein, Einstein, he said, and scientists, they said, man only, the most brilliant minds use only 10 or 15% of their capacity mentally. The most brilliant minds. That tells me, when I, when, when I got a hold of, it tells me that Adam, Brother Vincent must have been brilliant. That the most learned and taught, it means fresh from the womb of God. Without being scarred by sin mentally. Adam, human ability must have been exuberant. Oh, what's a big stupendous? <laughs> Is there something else? Michael Kramer. <laughs> but, do you, but, but do you understand? So there's a, a bell. They've, it's through that. Because when I was, uh, I was born with the defect of the polio. And when I got at high school, I met a guy who was matric. I just got, and he was standing there, and his arm was like that, and he's the prefect also. And one day, we, me and him, I don't know how come, I just came in high school, and we were talking. Then he said, uh, he had polio. And I said, but I also had polio. But it's just my left leg is a bit shorter than the other one. I still look for somebody to lengthen the legs. <laughs> okay. It's only when I got older that it's more visible if you walk behind me. Many of my friends said, Edgar, uh, is there something wrong with you as they walk? I said, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Uh, but, and then also, I was through that, I was very slow also up here. I'm not even now up till today very Right, but I'm very precise. But then I said to myself, with the Spirit of God in me, Lord, you can blow open where there is some dust in the certain pipes of my mind. This is how I think. This is how I think. Here as a stoffers and sikere canale in my mind. Blow it open. Blow it open. Hallelujah. And since that, I was in primary school that I stood second in class. Because I was born again then. Then I went to my teacher and I said, is this me? He said, it's you. 
I said, it cannot be. Because I failed already when I entered school one year. Why do I speak like this? To tell you there's an ability in you. If you tap into it. And one of my scriptures, which my wife also loved very much. And before I forget, because I'll say something later. But, but um, uh, daughter, you can make it. was so powerful. It was top class. You've got the best here. And give Lady Pastor Leticia her hand. Now, even as I preach, you will be able to say, but this is a wonderful mind. And I'm saying that to the glory of God to tell you what is possible. Amen. And God gave us a, a book, the Bible, a revelation that will blow your mind. Anyone. And since that, I can pray for people, students who struggle studying. And I've prayed for many in the past that drop out of school even three months out. No appetite for studying. And after that, the appetite, the marks improved. Because that anointing if you believe, it's upon me. That can, it's not a vacuum cleaner, but it can blow open some minds. Praise the Lord. And you don't need even to be prayed for if you're under this anointing. And you believe. And you receive. I tell you, a wisdom will come to you. That you will stand astonished. Is it you? Praise God. It's all here. In the air. As Bishop Dag once preached. And somebody saw in a vision as he preached. How he was distributing gifts and how People were take, taking it out of the air. And that source is here this morning. It's always there. Take it. Believe it. Hallelujah. Before I get to Ephesians, I, I'm, I'm, I've got this verse to sharpen our appetite to pray. Hallelujah. The church is called the house of prayer. And if you don't pray, you don't really are fully part of his house. Amen. The church except members, but you're really a member in Christ when you pray. My house is called a house of prayer. Then you're a sheep because a sheep submit its goats 
that's stubborn. That no one can lead. But you say you're a sheep. And he will separate the goats from the sheep. Amen. A, a sheep follow. The shepherd. A sheep is vulnerable. He cannot defend himself. So when you're a sheep, spiritually, you will know my protection is in God. My health is what I am being fed. And I eat it. It's no use you put food in front of somebody, but he has got no appetite. My appetite geestelik skrik van niks. I'll get out of bed to make a note. Because the thought came to me. Hallelujah. In fact, I had another approach in what I want to preach. This morning, just before I came, I had to run to my, and I get my book out again and say, Oh, this, okay, Lord, this is the way you want the approach. Just a servant to please him. I could say, they won't even know I've got this kind of approach. I'm not pleased. I'm pleasing my master. Hallelujah. Just a servant to the glory of God. Early the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house. Why? He don't want to be disturbance. He want to pray freely. He want to raise his voice. Praise God. He want to be focused. Alone with the Lord. He went away to a secluded place. And was praying there. If the Son of God need this. In this adulterous, ungodly world. To breathe in the air of heaven. To breathe in the Holy Spirit. Who are we to think we can make it? Reinhard Bonker point out in the book of Luke that Jesus prayed the whole night. Before... He decided out of 150 and 70 disciples, who's going to be his apostles? It was not a light thing to him. And there's 12 hours from 6 at night to 6 the morning, 12 hours he was praying. Was it a joke? Was it something artificial the Lord went through? But you make any decision. You make hasty decisions and you make your own decisions. Dark comes a cake to and klaar elf. Zij neemt geen omi. Neemt worry niet. You, when you, as I said, when you three years safe in this church, should be able to stand on your own feet. You need to be able to fight. It means if you cannot, either you're retarded spiritually. Do you hear me? 
or you need to be in the special class. Special need children. I'm preaching. I am preaching. Special need children. Why do I preach to please you? I've got a boss, a lord to please. I need to raise a standard to the glory of God. And Reinhard Bonker pointed out, if he prayed 12 hours from 6 at night to 6 the morning, it means he prayed an hour for each disciple. 12 of them. Wow. Say what a savior. What a Lord. He is my Lord and my Savior. Lord, give me grace to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. When I left the first time when I came from overseas, when we went to oversee a denomination sent uh, me two of us and the la- uh, 800 um, uh, 8,000 young people from across the world. I made friends with a guy in Netherlands and two people in, in Germany and many others. Then we were standing before we dismissed and went to our countries. And we were singing aloud. I have decided... To let's sing together. Follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me. No turning back, no turning back. Why don't you join me? Why don't you join? Let's stand and sing it. And follow Jesus. Why don't you join me? And follow Jesus. Why don't you join me? And follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No. For the last time I have decided. Sing it. I have. Did you decide? Are you determined in your decision? 
follow Jesus. Are you a follower? I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Listen, and all the power to make a success of this is inside of you. Do you feel the anointing? Do you feel the presence? Hallelujah. Glory to His name. One of my favorite verses, this is what I wanted to say, is what my wife also loves. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. Chapter 3, verse 20. Hallelujah. Now, this is an epi- Paul closes apostolic prayer. You, you hear people pray today, but they don't pray about these matters. It's just, I need a car. Lord, I need this and that. I'll get to Matthew chapter 6. But pray these apostolic prayers. This is in Ephesians 1, there's apostolic prayer, and here's apostolic prayer. Some, he closes prayer, and he says, Now to him who is able. Hey! You can't so buy a song for Ochani. Master say, He's able. He's able. I know my Lord is able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. He's able. He's able. I know my Lord is able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. He heals the brokenhearted. He sets the captive free. He makes the lame to walk again and the blinded eyes to see. He's able, he's able. I know my Lord is able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. Wow, amen. Now look here to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. According to the power that works within us. The ability to win, to triumph is in us. And as I read this, as a young man of 17 or 16 and 18, in huge tent meetings where hundreds are, then it's the open mic, as Nicholas Mikhail Avia, the youth, testimony time. But he punched the cake. I got a good 
met my party, prile cream, swell goes in the job gedoen. Ik groet dit allemaal in die naam van die Heere. Ik is zo so blij die Heere het my gered. Een van my favorite verse is, God kan vir jou doen ver boeken wat jy denk of bid, volgens die kracht wat binnen in jou werk. So ek is een oorwinnaar in Christus Jezus. God leef binnen in my en die duivel kan my nie verslaan, die wereld kan my nie verslaan, sonde kan my nie verslaan, en die diebare sê groot is sê, geseen jongman, die Heere seen jou jongman, halleluja, I, I see myself, en voor ek gaat afsluit, wil ek net iets sing tot eer van die Heere, is able, ja, wow, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth, I'm telling you the truth, wow, and this is one of my wife's favorite verse, B, look the adjectives, now to him who is able to do far more, then Paul said not only far more, abundantly, then he goes on beyond what you ask and what you even think. God can take you further than what you have ever asked and even beyond what you think can happen to you because the devil is defeated. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 and then I get into the five purposes why we called. Hallelujah. Because the devil is this arm, says the scripture. To mean this arm is defeated. Yeah, Pastor Marie, devil. Yeah, Pastor Marie. It's your heart. It's your unbelief. It's you are not following. You are too clever. You are eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it brings death. You cannot follow. You're too full of pride. When we say we're praying and we're fasting. You say, Ek word weer anniste gelei, By the way, if I read this further, these are the three things we're praying and fasting about. Number one, to consecrate ourselves to God. And the word consecrate is deeper than dedicate. It's to say, Lord, I give myself over to you. Amen. My picture of consecration is three items put on your ear, your thumb, and your toe. And the three is the water, the blood, and the oil. If God has got your ear, he's got your hands, he's got your feet, he's got all of you. And the water is the word. I must clean my thinking and what goes on in this head. Amen? And then the blood in all my thoughts must be clean, washing the blood. 
and then the oil, the anointing. That's how the priest consecrate. And we are priests. In the Roman Catholic Church, when you become a priest, you on the floor they have a cross with tiles or whatever, or in the cup. Then you lie on that cross with your stomach to the ground. And you say, I consecrate myself to the work of God. Do you understand what I say when we pray this three, three days? And this month, I consecrate myself to you. Hallelujah. John, uh, jo uh, Josh, uh, Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Joshua Swift said to the people, consecrate yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Wow. Listen, I gonna, I've got a set of books here. And I'm going to call our leadership forward, each with a book standing in front. And it's meant this, those, the series of this loyalty. Speak of how we defend our mission. But next week we'll speak about how we attack. Why first defense? Because as we fast and pray in this week, in this month, pray. And last month, concentrate on the Holy Spirit. We are making contact with the enemy in the, to fulfill these five missions. And you can expect the enemy to attack. Amen. And he will attack. The attack will come through you. First try through you, otherwise from the outside. And it will come and you will be a prey, those who are ignorant. Those who are ignorant. The devil will enter you and speak through you and to you. This is a war. And in a war, people die. Or you get hurt. You get injured. Do you hear me? Do you follow what I'm preaching? Listen, even since last month, just a little bit moving, but higher in God. I can tell you about certain things. How it manifests. I preached one day in Friedenburg as a young man, being in the choir. They had a conference in Friedenburg. And the preacher from Cape Town did not pitch up. He, he didn't come. It's a conference where people come from Stomnis, Bive, Saldana, the West Coast. I'm sitting on the stage. As a young man, but they know my testament. And they came to me, the leadership, the elders. Says Edgar, won't you preach for us? The service is on. 
Could you preach for us? The preacher is not coming. I said to him, there was an old lady that I went, we, we go, I go school holidays sometimes to Friedenburg. When Edgar is in Friedenburg, then the council decide we're going to have special meet. school holiday. We have three night special meetings. Edgar is here. As a young man. Not on the council as yet. And here they come and ask me to preach. I asked the old lady. My Bailey, can I get the key? I need to go pray somewhere. I prayed about for 10, 15 minutes. Up till today, those who are alive in Friedenburg will say, still, I know that evening what you preached. You know what I preach? God is looking for a man. Goliath says, who can fight with me? I didn't know. I was also one of the men that God was looking for. To bring Goliath out. I was preaching 20 minutes. When demons manifested, the presence, the glory, I ran off the stage, prayed for an other lady there. That's how I met my friend, Desi Brown. Up till today, we're friends. But I, this is the first time I met him. Because after that preaching, they asked me to go and pray for somebody that's very sick. And he went with me. And that's how we met. Wow. But I was like David. I was a, he didn't come for a fight to Goliath. It's a, it just brought food to his brothers. By his, sister, by his daddy. His daddy sent food. He didn't say when he heard Goliath says... Is there a man to fight with me? He didn't say, listen, I need to go fast and pray first. Two days. He says, I am ready. Who is this Philistine? Mocking the God of Israel. While others were running away, hiding in caves. Saul too. And when he wanted to go, Saul wanted to dress him with his stuff. And that's how the, the, the church always says. When God calls you, no will hulle vir jou aantrek. Maar hulle kan nie gaan sê So David says, leave the stuff. I cannot even move with this. And the Bible says, Brandon, Brandon, he didn't walk to Goliath, he ran to the battlefield. He had, he had his quiet times. He had his times with God. He was ready. A soldier is 24-7 ready. Can I say it? You are on standby. You are on duty. The pastor... I didn't know the obviously. Me, Pastor. This is the world today. This is how 
the church, I think it's Matthew I heard he preach about sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. First point was sacrifice. You don't get sacrifice in the church. No, I'm not doing what the Lysiel will do. My God. So, David was ready. Saul said to him, but you are but a youth. How can you go and fight against this very highly trained? What is your CV? David said, when he told him his CV, I think Saul went, wow. He says, I'm looking after the sheep of my dad. I killed a lion when he wanted to kill the sheep with these bare hands. Humanly, it's impossible. Saul must must have said, this is an anointing. As I preach now, you must say, this is an anointing. This is a God-given supernatural ability. Amen. Amen. He said, in another time, I killed a bear. And this Philistine, I'll kill him too. David stand over Goliath after he fell to the ground. And it's what is this common that sing a song? Satan will bite the dust. Wow! That huge stature of a man came hard down to the ground. Bite the dust. God has disarmed principalities and powers and made a show of them publicly by triumphing over them through the cross. The word triumph is to celebrate the victory. Who could they so defeated, my bro? Who could they so honor devils? Who could they so for nicker? You don't take God serious. David, the man of the God's heart. The second point while we're fasting is to choose the fear of the Lord. Amen. It's a decision. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 29. You need to know, I have to look up all these scriptures. This is work. Praise God. Do you see that? Because they hated knowledge. And did not choose the fear of the Lord. It's a decision to fear God. I got this from my spiritual father, Derek Prince. And I hope you can read this whole chapter. Because the Lord said before that, when I called, you didn't take me serious. I will laugh at your calamity. I will laugh when you cry and you are in trouble. You say... Is this the same God? You've got a wrong picture of God. God spoke to Israel more than ten times through the desert. 
They disobeyed him. After the tenth time, he said to Moses, Get out of the way. Let me judge them. And Moses convinced God not to judge them, to, to, to take them out. But God says then, they will circle in the desert until they die. They will eat dust. And the sun will beat down. They shall hear but shall They can't and to Solomon, no, now we're ready. God says, you can now be, I am not with you. I'm not going with you. And he raised up a Joshua generation. I wish I can sing you the song. Wow. The singing pastor. My wife will help me sing. We are the Joshua generation. We are the people that will take a man clothed in his summit up to battle, redeeming the earth and possessing our land. We are the Joshua generation. We are the people that will take a man Clothed in his summer, going out to battle, redeeming the earth and possessing our land. For in Zion shall be heard the sound of praise. And the battle of our Lord God we will raise. And a strong and mighty army. An army will arise with the praises of the Spirit, worshipping our God on we are the Joshua generation. We are the people that will take a man Clothed in his armor, going out to battle, redeeming the earth and possessing our land. Wow! Those were the songs we, we grew up with. Amen. Choose the fear of the Lord. When I'm behind closed doors, when I'm in the dark, when nobody sees me, I choose the fear of the Lord. And the word is, not as the Bibles want to translate, reverence. It's real fear. I wish I can... In fact, I just said to my wife, I, I, I listened to uh, quite an elderly gentleman preaching because, uh, and then I discovered, I met a young man here at Pylons. I just came to pick a pay around that where the, we sell cake. And as I came around the corner, here comes a young man with a, with a um, what, card of groceries. 
is trolling. I just came around. I cannot believe a DB recognized me. He says, hi, pastor. I said, hello. I said, how do you know me? I said, you were preaching so powerful at the school of evangelism that Saturday morning by Pastor Nicky could see. The word is still in me. I said, wow, what is your name? You see, I can remember his name. His name was Jason. I said, where do you serve God? He says, eternal church. Why do I say that? Then in the week after that, I, I will follow your uh, preaching on TV. And here they said, the eternal church in Brazil, they've got a bronze in Maitland. And all. I said, okay. But the elderly gentleman that was preaching was preaching powerful. But he was touching upon forgiveness, and the teaching was wrong, what he was propagating. So I'm getting to this point. I, I wish I can teach you eight kinds of forgiveness in the Bible. Are you hungry for that? Amen. Amen. One kind is, what's many call it, consequential forgiveness. No, he don't call it, I, I term it consequential forgiveness. He calls it governmental forgiveness. And it's a forgiveness that goes like this. I forgive you. But there's consequences. You're going to pay for a while for what you have done. Wow. Wow. And there, that's for sins that you persist in. Amen. You will pay the consequences. God said to David, you've done this in private. But the sword won't depart from your house. I forgive you. But the sword won't depart from your house. And many of you go through certain things. You get away all the time. But there's a sword. And the quicker you submit, the better for you. The more you moan, the worse you make it. Because God says, you know why it goes like this with you. You know why it goes like this with you. Hey! You might steal your mommy's money or the cookies in the house, after three, four, five, six times, you come back, the cupboards are locked. <laughs> your mom and your dad have chains. You're forgiven. Consequential forgiveness. Wow! And you thought... The blood is there. I'm getting away all the time. I'm getting away all the time. But you are not busy with God is no fool. And I've seen many, even tithe, not giving tithes and all, and think you get away. And then there's no promotion and the money runs out and you're always in difficulty. And the worst you can do is you moan. 
en die Heere het jou nou hoek vast. En jou paste kan nie help nie. Benny Hinn kan nie vir die soort siekte bid nie. Their best evangelist and healer can pray for your kind of sickness. It will remain there. Therefore, James says, you need to call for the elder, not for Benny Hinn or a, 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 a faith healer. You need to call for the elders. Because your sickness is a sickness that God allowed to come your way. To press you into a corner. And the higher you go and more visible you are, the greater the punishment. The greater the punishment because others take their cue from you. Wow! Am I preaching well? Amen! If you don't like Jesus, you won't belong to such a church as this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I preached once at a church of my friend. He's from Bible school. Not even like this. Afterwards, he said, Ons kan nie so huis toe gaan nie, jylle moet dan bly ook wiesen. I thought, what did I do wrong? But the church is into entertainment. The church, one of my spiritual big heroes, Martin Lloyd-Jones, he says, a church that don't preach to get people out of hell, will get a church quickly packed and full. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me rush. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose. Please read this chapter. It will shock you. And this is the opening of the book of wisdom. Wow. Wisdom is in choosing the fear of the Lord. It means I'm watching something privately, but this is not good. It's moving. And then something says, I'm watching you. God watch you. Off with the thing. That's the fear of the Lord. That's the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are wise. And God will come through for you. The third thing why we're fasting is a burden for souls. And a burden for the church. Let me give you the five things I need to get done here by quarter past. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Uh, you need to stretch your legs. Um, uh, we, our movie is we don't have a break <laughs> hallelujah praise the Lord my God what did I say our burden is for souls Lord I don't have a burden for the loss 
I really don't care those who are not safe. Lord, help me to think more of hell. And the, uh, even, even as I was driving now to church, because I had to run for some books also, as I was driving, the, the, this word came, this came to me. You must never, this is how, just a, you must never say to yell with you. Ek weet nie hoe ek ook daar net so, want, want, ek sê, mense wat so sê, hy weet nie wat hy sê nie. Somebody said even, I don't wish even my worst enemy to go to hell. Because you don't know what you are saying. It's a terrible thing. And we need to think more of hell for our appreciation, for our salvation. And to realize the power of the blood. Wow. Amen. Hell is a reality. And there are many of your family. There. Somebody spoke and says, God took him to hell and, and, and he, saw, he saw him his dad there. But he's a preacher. The man who started Salvation Army, William Booth, General William Booth. Why was he called General? And why does he call Salvation Army? Because he wants an army of people preaching salvation. Today, the Salvation Army is a charity. The church today must completely demark. The church go and give out food in Delft and, and clothes and tops and, 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 and in Blickisdorp and, uh, and, and other places. And they think they're doing the work of the Lord. Not preaching the gospel. And there are churches that's full. And, uh, even I meet people in Garden Village. But they're not born again. The church don't preach. No, we must do that. But to open the heart to preach Christ. Amen. It was after he preached to them that he said to his disciples, These people are hungry. Can't we give them something to eat? Even we, 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 we had where we give out vegetables and stuff. The queues are long. Then we say we first gonna preach somewhere. No, they don't come then. In Iken also means Susi. You miss uh, Sister Christine. Uh, uh, when there's a queue, there's only f for one family, one bag. But here the mother stand and the son stand right there at the back. And then the uncle is also there. But don't be fooled. By doing those kind of good work, the church is sidetracked. 
The devil will do anything. And then it's now works of love. Anything but not the gospel. As one Jew who is saved, Messianic Jew says, don't send out Jews and a full stomach to hell. The church sent people on a full stomach to hell. Because people are offended with the gospel. Jesus didn't come to give you a better marriage. Or to bring healing. Those are for his children. Amen. But we preach today. All who want a better marriage, more money, better job, come forward. You will have a church. As ons moet nou net besluit, net zondag. Daar het ons alles hiesa. Worry, ons al moet drie keer die plek volma. Is het so? Moet net die licht aan soeits met die evangelie nie. My God. My God. My Lord. The five things, the mission of the church, please, and then I'll call quickly forward those, and we hope to do that um, in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I've got five minutes till 12 o'clock. We want to end quarter past 12. Hallelujah. The five missions, I'm not going to give script. Number one, this is Jesus' mission, and this is why you are saved. We are on a mission. Amen. You must. This is the work. Number one. Win sinners. And I, you don't need to go to the Bible, but they can put it on the screen for us. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 15. It is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ. Why did he come? Into this to save sinners. Paul says, of which I am the chief of sinners. But you say, Paul, you were a religious person. He didn't smoke or drink. You were a Pharisee. You were he says, I am the top sinner. Wow. But it came. It's a trustworthy state. Mark Isakov, the murder of a rapist or a prostitute was, he came to save sinners. He can save you. He's a savior. He's a, others might run away when a lion get a hold of you. He is a savior. Hallelujah. Number two, our mission to destroy the works of the devil. First John chapter 3 verse 8. Hallelujah. First John chapter 3 verse 8. The middle part of the verse. The Son of God appeared for this purpose. Say for this purpose. Amen. To destroy the works of the devil. Your and my mission is to win the loss. Our mission is to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. The next mission is to build a church and a bride for Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5, I think is verse 30. And as I was meditating, shaving this morning, 
And I quote this verse in my mind. I say, okay, I can even share to young people and all of us this. And the words came to me, no cleaving before leaving. It's all here. In your relationship with a beloved, no cleaving before leaving. Who cleave so? Hey, do you It's a word. Amen. Therefore, we recommend if you get your beloved, get married, man. Praise God. It's a long run. Praise the Lord. And we're going a long Amen. You choose a wife, you don't choose a girlfriend. Can you see where I'm going? It's all in the Word. Praise the Lord. The Bible says Samson saw a wife for himself. And he came to tell his mother and father, I've seen a wife for myself. He, he didn't come and say, I saw a girlfriend. And now that the moon and so gedrukt, I said, wow. Die lemoen is seer. Die so mense die kerk verlaat op. Hy wil nog ook op put in die kerk. Hy het die lemoen so en so gedruk. Kijk hoe put hy. Met een bevere stem. Jere. Eers hevenaar. Die sister Anneke maak haar oor op en sê, Is het hy wat bid? Jere. Daar gaat sy die trappe af. Are you with me? Listen. We are commander here. There's a general here. Amen. There's a blacksmith here. Hallelujah. And we are not against your whatever. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, yellow tears on girl and boyfriend, but the ice yellow big couch made the Bible to yellow. Can it say, Udi Bible dynasty? What a sock. Say, what a sock. Amen. For this reason, say, for this reason. Okay, a man shall leave his father and mother. A zaini can leave him. Why do you want to cleave? Say, it's mommy's boy, mommy's girl. Say, can he be ace for lati? Amen. Ask yourself, am I ready to leave? I mean, don't, don't make, make her, it must not cry, leave, no, but I had prat. Because some can eat the ice for Latin. Amen. Mary says, if a sissy say, I did not say, die kos is nie lekker nie. Hoekom kon sê nie uit by die ladies room? 
die fout wat hij maakt, hij zegt, zij moet recht komen. Zij o Heere, met wie het ik getrouw? Hij zet ze elke aan met die merit certificate. Vraag zij, what, what, why are you looking at the merit certificate all the time? He says, there's no expiring date here. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother. Do you see? And the man must leave mainly. Because the problems mainly comes through the man's mother. Do you hear me? Mommy's boy. Hey, hey, he's coming out of work. He, the supper is at home, but mommy says, my son, <laughs> you know mommy's food. You know mommy's food. Come, he go, yeah, he comes home. I did this for you, Kosi. Mommy's potatoes are far better than yours. But the wife lived very easily. Hey, Mario was but fair on For this reason, I'm just joking. Amen. Raiden hook. Listen it, Mario. Amen. Can you smile, Raiden? My 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 bro say say to I throw. I tell it now only long to to say the day when he got married afterwards. Her dad said to him, If you raise your hands against my daughter, I come full force after you. He says, When the coffin went down of his father in law, he said, Now he can have peace. <laughs> what a sock! Wow, I, I, I had to run, eh? For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife. Joined to who? To his girlfriend? To his wife. And the two shall what? They are. No, they become. Amen. Say, nee, pastor, was as a long girl in. What a shock. The next verse says, this mystery is great. But I'm speaking with reference to Christ and His church. I'm just going to do these five, eh, and then I think some other time. I'll, I'll just lift up the books, but next week, can we have what I wanted to demonstrate? Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't miss next week. To be continued. Or be end of any movie. Amen. The net. To be continued. Wow, my Lord. Listen, there are I'm I'm a student of the Bible. There are many mysteries in the Bible. Mystery of lawlessness, the mystery of Christ, the mystery of uh, godliness, but there's only two 
that it says it's a great mystery. Wow. And this is one of them. And the other great one is the mystery of godliness. How is godliness that one speaks of? How is it possible that you can triumph as a Christian in this ungodly world? How is it possible? The government, therefore the government care. Why, can, why are they saying we are non-essential services? The churches, they don't understand. When it comes to morals and sickness, the church has got a supernatural power that causes young people to stay pure and heal the sick and cause the doctors and hospitals to have less work. Great is the mystery of godliness. And great is the mystery of Christ and his church. How is it possible that people love somebody that they haven't seen so much? How is it possible that they are loving the Lord Jesus so much? Great is this mystery. This mystery is great, but I'm speaking with reverence to Christ. And his, Paul was giving a teaching on marriage before verse 32. But he says, I'm actually speaking of Christ and the church. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Christ. Verse, 30, verse before this. Christ is the man that left his father's house. Heaven. He left even his mother. That's not easy. Cape Town is the mother city. They say, therefore, people hardly move from Cape Town. They hold on to the apron in Cape Town. No, I'm going nowhere. I'm a Cape Townian. But they left the Jews too, who gave birth to him. It's a phenomenal fact. His own brothers, he left them to cleave unto a Gentile bride, the church. Give the Lord praise. What a Savior. What a Lord. Hallelujah. Cleaving to his church. Let me rush. The fourth thing why. It came is to make way for the Holy Spirit to enter people. God the Spirit through whom come miracle. John 7 verse 37 to verse 38. Okay. And then I'll give you the last point. Okay. He came to establish the kingdom in the heavens and in the earth. Wow. And I'll say something about that point. But let me just read. He says, Therefore he came. Now, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture says, from his belly, his innermost being, 
will flow rivers of living waters. This he spoke. But this he spoke of the Spirit whom those who believe in him were to receive. For the Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Therefore he came. He came so that the Holy Spirit indwelled us, come inside of us, and make us supernatural people. Hallelujah. Amen. The last point, he came to establish the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 24 verse 14. And first in the heavens, because the church need to take over this territory, the second heavens where Satan is, that's actually where we will govern the world. In the new world and in the new earth, the church will govern from there. That's the, so Satan occupied the place that's ours in the heavenlies. Therefore, he opposes us. Therefore, he says, Vias Mensa, how can it be that they will take my place? My God, this gospel of the king, this gospel, it shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. Matthew chapter 12, please. There where Jesus drove out demons, Beelzebub. And with this, after this, I've got one more scripture. And that's Luke chapter 10. Hallelujah. Are we there, Matthew chapter 12? Yes, just there. Is it? Jesus said, if I by be, they said, you are driving out devils by Beelzebub. And the word Beelzebub, right down, is Lord of the Flies. Demons are like flies and insects. And we need to conquer them and drive them out of people. Then the kingdom of heaven is busy coming. And next week, please, we're going to have a deliverance service here. Come ready. If you have habits and things you cannot get delivered from, next week we want to drive out all demons. Amen. Like uh, Guillaume's dad told me, he struggled in certain areas. So I said to him about certain things in the family, in the past. Please this week confess certain things and get delivered. Certain sicknesses, certain curses, black magic. Sungoma, witchcraft, any black background in the distant past, your forefathers. I think even John, for instance, John had a very, very violent life. Anything where there is murder, death. If you come from Islam, if you come from Roman Catholic background, next week... We break all the powers of Satan. Amen. But please don't hide. Because no zechoret, no like it, 
goeie heren, pastoor, ek kan nog nooit sê waar ek oorrol gewies het. I was very dirty. I'm very ashamed. The finger. Don't go and search far as fault in you. The Holy Spirit is the finger of God. Sometimes you have your mommy's demons or your daddy's demons. Your dad was a womanizer. Say so so. Your mother sal say, say, hulle was losbandige. Maar die gees hand jou. Do you hear me? As die day wat so wil wees. And transference of spirits. Sy was met die en met die, die geeste is hier. You hate it, but it's a power that is stronger than you. Next week, next week, we travel demons. But it will go much quicker if you come to the light. I don't want to hear your story. Okay? I don't want to hear the dirt. We're not after that. You dump the dirt at the cross. Hallelujah. Hey, I can tell you story after story. Some lady, even in the marriage, sexual, he cannot go right because he never told she was raped. She was younger. So do the things that need to come out. Let you sit down, watch blue movies. And certain things entered you. And you're never the same. You look very fry and very... Wow! My God! Therefore I say to you, we're going to war. And those are the... F Did I give you five? That's our five missions. Praise the Lord. I just gave you five, there's three more. But that's, that's our mission. It is God who trains my hands for battle and my fingers for war. Psalm 144, verse 2. It is God. Why does he say my fingers for war? 144, why is, amen. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. I'm standing on the rock. Who trains my hands, both hands for war. Why does he say my fingers for battle? Today, whether it's the laptop, your cell phone, it's your fingers working. The remote. How did God know he needs to get your fingers? How did God know? It is God. Who trains my hands for battle and my fingers for war. Wow. You can go read that. Let's read Matthew chapter 12, please. Sorry. Hallelujah. Beelzebub. My Lord. If I 
They said, you driving out the devil by the devil whose name is Beelzebub. He says, if I drive out, cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast him out? For this reason they will be your judge. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. The next verse. Or how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first bind the strong? Next week, we'll bind the strong man. And then we will plunder his house. The verse before we started to read here. Before, okay. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. Here it comes. How then will his kingdom stand? Verse 20. Next verse. If I'm looking for divided. Is it the verse before Satan casts? Amen. Yes, here we are. Three things cannot stand if it's divided. Any kingdom divided against itself is ways. And any city or house divided again. Therefore, we don't want any division here. Satan wants to bring division. Amen. Therefore, we don't want those who are ignorant. We don't want those who forget what we have done for you and the Lord has done for you. We don't want those who pretend. Amen. These are the enemies. Those who are proud. Those who are dangerous sons and daughters in this house. You were raised here. But your kop is now groot. Ek het jou geleer, maar nou hou jy vir jou baie groot. Amen. And let me say to you, you preach here what we preach. Don't preach what other people preach. Amen. I'll give you next week the scriptures. And those who are offended. Those who accuse you. And then there's those who leave you. My God. Die wat daar buiten is wat hier gewis het. En zij blij met hulle vry en met hulle in gemeenskap wees. Those who honor you. Wow. My God. Backsliders. You're not there where you should be, but they're over you should. And one of you is a devil. Hey! And here the demons go, Derek Prince is expelling demons. These are our enemies. These are the enemies of God's church. Can we stand, please? But they are unmasked. Wow. One of my other books I brought lonely. Unmasking the Jezebel spirit. These are the, the enemies of God's church. And it want to come through anyone. But we triumph in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we pray? Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus. I make myself available to fulfill your fivefold mission 
My mission is to win sinners, to destroy the works of the devil, to take care of the bride of Christ, and to bring the kingdom of God into the heavens and into this earth, and to give God a family. I am so blessed to have God as my Father. Help me to fulfill this mission. Thank you for all your blessings and for pastors and your blessing. I love you, Lord Jesus. Forgive me, Lord, in areas that I failed you. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. Help me, Lord, not to enter the consequential forgiveness where I'm forgiven, but things get hard and difficult. Like the Israelites who died in the wilderness and never experienced the land that flows with milk and honey. I bless you, Father. Bless our church. Bless the word of God. In Jesus' name, give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Open your heart and receive the blessing from your spiritual father. The Lord God bless you. The Lord protects you. The Lord causes angels to accompany you. The Lord guards you from backslidden believers. And from all these who are disloyal in the name of Jesus. May you unmask the enemy and put them under your feet. Go in the peace of the Lord. Go in the blessing of your God. Enjoy the salvation that was brought about through the price of the blood. The precious blood of Jesus. You are blessed. Say, I am blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I am blessed in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Thank you very much.